press that button there. Hopefully that puts this live. I'll check for you, bro. Right. Okay, guys. Welcome to episode two, series two of On The Hook. So we've got today Rosie back, Skinny Quinny, and Captain Salty, who's now changed his name to Toxic Killer Man. So I'm sure there'll be a story behind that. So hope you're all good, guys. How's everybody? I'm feeling intimidated by Skinny Quinny. I'm, I'm just going to keep saying it, bro. I'm still waiting for Rosie to shout, but I'm good. <laughs> My threatening aura is overpowering everyone. Yeah, Skinny. <laughs> intimidating us all. <laughs> feel intimidated, bro. Just a little bit. Yeah, well, you don't have to feel intimidated, Skinny. You're going to have to be on best behavior today. Is that all right? We'll give you like a little mini warning. Don't shut us all down. <laughs> right. Okay, guys. So last week we discussed a lot. This week we've got a lot of things to discuss again. Uh, we've got some questions from people uh, asking us a few things that they'd like us to discuss on there. So we can go through that. Um but first things first, this was a topic brought up by yourself, Rosie, and you've got a couple of videos out on it. Hooks being useless. So I thought, let's discuss this in a, as a group. So I know you've had a big say about it, but tell me your thought process behind it. Okay, so uh, m my thought process on that whole thing was, was simply, I'm referring to the state of the game where... It, like it's the initial hook like like if you ever watch uh uh i believe it's true oh tofu is the bigger one and then scott john they are all they, they they have this impression of the game where it's like oh you you hook somebody and then your pressure started and then you have like they, they, they think it's like this magical world where you hook someone then all of a sudden three survivors are pressured and i just think that's the very very flawed in interpretation of the game because the guy has 60 seconds on the hook. I didn't know how much time they actually had until I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. And they, they have they have 60 seconds per hook stage, and I just thought that was absolutely insane that they think that that's, that's pressure right away. If you have more than one hook, that's obviously pressure. And then I believe in that video I defined it as a situation, so if they, if they wait too long, it can become pressure eventually. But, like, there is no incentive for the survivors to get off generators as soon as somebody's hooked. They can slam the gens first. The gens can be a bigger priority than the rescue right away. So yeah. that's why one guy being hooked, especially the, especially that first hook. Your most useless hook is your first one. And, and then, but that's, that's, like, they can still put you in a state of the game where you can't recover from even after one hook. And then if you just keep one hooking, like if you if you only have one hook the entire time, that's that that's my, that's not pressure. That's what was that was my take. Yeah, that was my hot take. All right, what does everybody else think? Uh, I mean, I'm like inclined to agree because I, I a lot of the times when I hook people, like you just see survivors just do gens before friends and just commit like two or three gens off in the distance and think, well, now we've got the upper hand because we've got less gens to do and then they'll come and save. They never, like, drop what they're doing and, and like and come for the save. And it's the same with, like, if you're in a situation where you've downed someone and you're carrying them to the hook, you'll walk past the gen and survivors are just sitting there working on it as you're mid, like, you're next to them about to hook someone and they're on the gen, not even giving a fuck. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, Captain Salty? The worst thing about that is that the first hook phase used to be 45 seconds. You know, because people were complaining after that that campers will be standing there waiting till they die on the hook because they had more time. But what they have to understand is people will camp no matter how long you make the hook stay. If you make it 12 minutes, people will waste 12 minutes to wait for the guy to die on hook because there are people that are lazy as killers. And there are people that will try to get as many hooks as possible. And then are people that try to get the hooks to matter in the end. And if you go for, for hooks and you say something like, oh, you have no pressure because you are no, not a hook. And dude, if you get one on the hook, you have no one injured. You haven't seen any other survivor. The other three survivors are free to do whatever they want to do for one minute. What is pressure about that? There's more pressure to slug people and hit them all, all at once, all one time. Having all four people injured is more pressure than one hook. Yeah, you I know, mean, from from a survivor's point of view, when I'm playing the game, I will, um, I'll I fall under that gens before friends, unless obviously they're going to fall in the under a different um, health state, like the second stage on the hook. Sorry, so, but for me, I think where the pressure comes off the hook is when someone's been hooked, and then I see someone else has been hit. That's when I think, right now, the pressure's on. So you, so my point of view, I'm like, okay, so I can see where these content creators, where they're coming from with them saying, yes, that pressure is when you get the hook. So say, for instance, three people doing the gen, and we'll, we'll talk about it in a second because I've got a bit of a theory about that, but say three people are doing a gen, you've got your first hook. Someone has to come off a gen to go and save but they've got a minute. Now, if they've been working on it already for 20 seconds, then they can wait that minute because it's about, what, 80 seconds for a gen to pop on if you're doing it separately. But if mm -hmm. you then hit someone else, so that gen will be saved, theoretically speaking, but then isn't the pressure on the other guys now, one of them has to come off a gen to save? Or are you saying that that's, well, let's say, uh, bullshit really because they're going to sit on the gens finish them off anyway well see my perspective on that and i, I kind of covered this in the video i guess it would kind of depend on who the killer is yeah. like if the killer is maybe nurse or spirit that is way more threatening maybe their uh they, their hooks become pressure sooner because of who they are because you know they're going to get the down sooner but if you're playing as a trapper like you you, you know that you can you can kite trapper for like enough time and then you kind of uh one of the thing i also wanted to add was you uh talked about the killer gets the down in 20 seconds and then gets the first hook well uh if killer downs if the killer yeah. let's say the killer downs the guy in 20 seconds uh but it took the killer about 50 seconds to find someone because of how bad the early game math is that that puts the killer 70 seconds until he gets his first down and then another five seconds to hook the guy so that's 75 seconds so then there's probably three gens almost done right there or even give or take just a little bit. But even if the killer, maybe 40 seconds maybe, but like that would be like, you, there's 15 seconds for three gens to pop. Even if the killer barbecues and saves one of them, two of them are popping and then yeah. they can get the rescue. And they just, that's, I just feel like that that's not pressure in the sense, it's just the survivors having control of the game the entire time. Yeah. No, I mean, that's true. And I used, I mean, obviously I said 20 seconds, but you're right. By the time you, 
find a survivor, chase, down, hook, and you're already on the back foot. Uh, I had a, I did have a game today with a pig, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to commit to this chase just to see oh, what what would happen. And I wasn't playing against an amazing survivor. He just knew the tiles. He picked Coldwin, and he just went from um, from tile to tile, dropping the pallets. By the time I'd actually put a trap on his head, two gens had already gone. By the time I picked him up, put him on the hook, the third one popped, and it was just like straight away you're on the back foot with it. So yeah, that's is that an issue at the moment? Yep. The problem is, uh, when do you down someone in 20 seconds? Like I said last po podcast episode, when I did the math of uh, when you go in the straight line, just holding W and shift, how long it takes for the killer to catch up twice because he has to hit him twice after the stupid speed burst that they get after they get injured. Why did they get uh, rewarded for getting uh, out of position and hit by the killer? I don't know, but this speed burst, if they just hold W and shift, that you need 30 seconds to catch up to the guy to down him if you hit him twice. If you don't, uh, if you're not hillbilly or level face and have an insta down, you need 30 seconds to just follow a guy in a straight line, not being able to catch uh, uh, catch him or like uh, caught him off guard or something like that. You have to use 30 seconds of just downing a guy that runs in a straight line, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And on top of finding survivors on maps that are too big and the spawn is, is too far away from the killer, so the killer on some maps needs half a minute to go to the other side of the map to find someone, and getting him to chase fast is basically it. And even if you down him in 30 seconds, which is basically the only possible way of that happening, is the survivor just running in a straight line, not using any tiles. And that's so un unlikely that that happens that, yeah, you have no chance of actually getting a hook or any pressure before Jane's popping. That's just mathematically not possible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I've had fast downs before. Like, I've found people within about 5-10 seconds and downed them, like, 10-15 seconds after that and still a gen will pop before I can get them on the hook. Yeah. Like, that's... It just doesn't feel right. Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't. And I, I mentioned it before because I noticed it... I seem to have noticed it more when the... Last update, 18.5, whatever it was, when that brought out, I just thought all of a sudden, is it just me? Are these gens going really quick? There was a lot of theories around. People were saying survivors were scared of being chased because of the hit validation, because there was an issue with the service, so they weren't getting involved in chases. But it's still happening now, where gens do go quite quickly. And, you know, how do we solve that issue? But, I mean... Looking at some of the comments, Reaper Tech, welcome to the chat there. So that's why Clown sucks. He's good at one hooking, nothing else. Just a thought. Uh, just Dash, you like the term Gen Before Friends? Yeah, it's a very good term. Hi, Tristan, how are you doing? We are definitely live, Tristan. So feel free to pop in a question. Uh, Reaper Tech, survivors have too much control for this game to be balanced. To be balanced, survivors should lose some control. Interesting statement, that, because... That's the issue, is for me, I don't know how people can say the game is survivor-sided. And I've pointed to content creators, where, you know, when you watch their videos, how to play, how to become a better killer, what to do. Watching them, they'll always say, if the survivor's good, don't chase them. You know, leave them. If they're going to a good tile, 
if the survivor's doing this, if the survivor's doing that, capitalising this mistake. So everything is geared around what the survivors are doing. So, yeah, I agree with you on that one, Reaper Tech. I do think the game is survivor-sided at the moment. Uh, how about this? When a survivor is hooked, the notification of the survivors will be stalled until another survivor physically discovers that they are hooked. Interesting concept. What do you guys think about that? So, survivor is hooked. The notification of the survivors won't go off until another survivor physically finds a hooked person. How does that sound? Just reduce I mean, the hook timer so they die faster. So they have to get off gems. That's what they had. They had 40 seconds on first stage. 40 seconds is a big difference between one minute, you know? It's like 40 seconds means, oh, I can't just finish my gen and then go there and still have a lot of time. I have to make a decision of if I commit to that gen or gold saving. With like just adding 20 seconds on top of that, you make, you take the decision of survivors away if they go for the save or just sit on a gen. You know, just reduce the hook timer so make hooks deadly. But for that was Maurice. Maurice were for that case because hooks were not deadly enough, and Maurice made hooks deadly. Yeah, Rosie. Uh, Rosie, what would you suggest? I know because as I say, <laughs> this topic's brought up because of the videos you've done. So, how do you make hooks more useful? Uh, well, um, I made a. A separate video where I read some comments on it and we uh, had some suggestions. I'm thinking about the suggestion that was given about the the auras. The problem is that you don't just get the hook notification. The survivor at first goes down and then lets off, like their aura is revealed when they're down. And then you can see the aura when they're picked up and then you get the, and then, then the hook actually happens. For that to work, you'd have to make knockout base cross map. Like yeah. that knockout would just be base per cross map. And then it would be like Hex the third seal, but even stronger. Uh, solo queues would get like this is the, the, my main problem with that idea is that it's it just wrecks solo queue more and doesn't even do anything to Swift because Swift just says, Hi, I'm hooked by Shaq. You know what I mean? Hicks, Swift is not affected by it at all. It just kills solo queue even more, which I mean. I, it's not that I, that's just the effect of it. Like, it's not that I care about that effect. It's just that that's the, the devs are never going to do anything like that because it's going to kill solo queue even more. Uh, it wouldn't, but like, it's also, it just wouldn't affect the balance of the game because Swifts wouldn't get affected by it. Swifts would just be able to stay on their gens and uh, it, it wouldn't have any effect at that level, I don't think. Yeah, skinny. Anyway. I mean, from, from that suggestion, from that suggestion, surely what I read into it is like, surely that would just encourage them to stay on the gens more. Because, like, why would yeah. you, if someone gets hooked and they don't know where they're hooked at, why would you get off a gen to go on this, like, needle in a haystack hunt when you could just camp a gen and rush them all? Like, sure, someone might die because you'll never find them, but if they die and you get out, it doesn't make a difference. It's your rank and your account that's getting the, the, the rewards of the match, not theirs, you know? It's, it's, you know. Yeah, I think what. Tristan meant was probably a case of the timer would still be gone, so it would mean that somebody would have to waste time going to check the hooks to see where the survivor is. Uh, but correct me if I'm wrong, Tristan, uh, if he's still around. One interesting, uh, one interesting comment that I got. Uh, uh, this this is kind of a neat suggestion. I thought 
Uh, well, I had some, a lot of interesting suggestions, but one that I feel like I want to bring up here is the fact that yeah. the struggle phase could be a different timer than the first phase. Like, I mean, it's called the struggle phase. Like, it, it implies that there's some kind of struggle. I mean, it, it, it's the same phase. You could do 60, 40 seconds, like 40 for the struggle phase. It would let the survivor have to mash the button a lot less, which is a frustrating thing on their end. They don't like mashing that button, right? 60 40 so 60 for no hook one and then the struggle phase and then they just mash the button for 40 seconds although i think that's that's confirmed getting reworked soon anyway but the struggle phase could be a different amount of time than the the first hook phase it would put more pressure on the on it would help killers pressure late game which is where they are stronger anyway it would just add to it wouldn't really fix the early game but it would at least do something there Another suggestion I got was maybe 50-50, just lower it by 10 seconds. I mean, there's a lot people have suggested, but I just, I don't, I don't think the devs are going to do anything about it. That's, yeah. that's the biggest problem. I think, I think the problem with it all is that, and I'm sure people on chat and you guys that are on the call, I think it's all very circumstantial. When you've mentioned about certain things, I'm thinking, well, actually the survivor, I would have died if that happened because, you know, this circumstance, this circumstance, the killer done this, the killer done that. And I think that's the issue. It's like when we were saying about gens, you know, about gen speed. It has seemed to have gone quicker, but then you will get some games that the survivors just aren't efficient and you've got a good good chance against them. So it just does all vary. And, and that's, I think I feel like this is a bigger problem in Dead by Daylight. We know, you know, we can joke about the stats, Almoni stats and things like that, but you can't get a very good indication of things, just hunches really, and just personal experience. Um, which does bring me on to the next thing, which uh, Captain Salty wanted to bring up about tiles and chases. Now, we were talking about chases, I've, I've Got a funny feeling I know where you're going with this. But chases, how important they are, how long they take, fire away, Captain Salty, what do you think? Um, in my opinion, it's like what, what, what chases are right now, they don't benefit the killer, they just benefit the survivor for, so they have fun in it. Because most of the tiles are either too close to each other or too safe on their own or the survivors can just leave the tile and then get the huge distance on the killer like the killer has no power in tiles which is makes this whole chasing thing completely useless if you have people that actually do something other than uh, sitting on the corner of the map self-caring or something like that you know if they sit on gens if you have one chase and three people sitting on a gen uh, and the guy goes into a main building like asylum. You can't chase him there because this building is too broken, and and and, and you don't know where the others are. You can just anticipate them sitting on a gen. But what do you do with your chases? And just by 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 having the control, the survivors in control of what happens in any kind in any uh, stage of the game is just stupid. And for me, it's like uh, you should avoid strong loopers and go for the weaklings as much as possible. Uh, and 
commit as mass as possible to chases. You get hooks otherwise. You get you can injure people on, on generators. So if they want to sit on generators injured, they they are unsafe and next time you get them out of guard and you get them out of position, stuff like that. You have a strong looper, you get the hit on him, then you leave him and then later you find him because he's not healing, something like that. But that, that's what you have to do. So you basically ignore half of the game. It's <laughs> just not going for tights because they don't benefit the killer at all. Which is this argument of hooks versus kills because chases don't do anything. It's just giving the survivors some kind of interaction where they are in favor of. And, you know, it's, if you play killer efficient and you try to kill them in the end, like, why should you give them extra, extra uh, kind of uh, uh, attraction, you know? What do the rest of you guys think about that? I'm gonna let Skinny go first because I'm feeling intimidated by it. <laughs> Not gonna let that one go, are you? Um, I mean, I've I've had several games where like I'll play a tile to to get the survivor off of it, and then by the time I come out of that tile from like breaking the pallet or going around the window, I'll look and they're already on another tile because they're just that close together, like. I think one of the biggest examples I've seen of it is a lot of the rework maps, like things like Bad Harm I know. There's like, you'll break a pallet, and then by the time you've come out the animation, they're already on another one. And then behind them, there's two more that are like a five-second walk away. Like, there's nothing you can really do, and no matter what way you play them, whether you force them to drop it, whether you bloodlust it, there's nothing you can do because they will still always have another one that they can just go to, no matter how you mind game it. It's not, like, a complete hopeless situation. There are a few tiles that, like, I've noticed I, I tend to pretty much always lock down. Like, the, things like TL walls, like, they're very easily mind-gameable, and a lot of survivors, like, fall for, like, the most basic mind games on yes. that. But it, as soon as you run into that one survivor who's a little bit more ahead than the others and pays attention and doesn't, like, guess they actually react to what you're doing, then it's it's game over. Yeah, Rosie? Well, this is probably one of the most complex issues in the game, just because there, there, there are several different ways to approach it. Uh, with a lot of the fixes to the maps, it's clear that the devs, or uh, a lot of other people, are in, a favor, are in favor of the tile spacing, is what's really bad in this game. Which, again, the tile spacing is bad. However, the only reason that a lot of these tiles are actually problems is because the killers are just so weak in chase. They're just so weak. They don't have. I think Captain Sully brought this up. There, are how many killers in this game? When they get to a tile, they're base one fifteen, and that's it. But like, like, like okay, let me Legion, Ghostface, Myers. I, I, I could, I could keep going. Uh, but like, the killers just have no power. Like a lot of these, uh, a lot of these tiles would actually be a lot weaker if killers like. Uh, Nurse Spirit and Deathslinger were a bit more standard. And there would also be less complaining about those characters if they were more standard. The problem with our strong killers right now is they stick out like a sore thumb because they're the only ones that can do anything about it. Yeah, They're the only ones that can actually pressure those tiles. So when you're playing a Doctor or you're playing against a Freddy or you're playing a Spirit or you're playing a Nurse, it's very, it can be very, it, it's very different from the norm because survivors are used to be going oh i'm at shack against legion i'm gonna he, I, he's here for at least 45 seconds now but like against a, a competent killer you can't do that and that's the same that's the reason why I'm, I'm trying not to just give identity five a blowjob here but like they 
the a lot of these a lot of the same tiles in Identity Five are just so much weaker because of how strong the killers are, and and how they actually, they can actually threaten you in chase. If we just had killers with more stand like with stronger powers, be more standard, I think that would be a better fix than any tile spacing adjustment you could possibly yeah. do, because because you could break the because the problem is. The problem when you break a pallet and that they're at the next tile is not that they're inherently at the next tile, it's that you can't do anything about the tile they're at. If you could just have more killers like a Pyramid Head that could shoot through it, or a Deathslinger that could shoot over it, or a Spirit that can mind game it, or a Nurse that can go through it, you would have less problems where there's no, there's no gameplay at the tiles. The problem with those killers is not that there's no gameplay, it's that there is. And they like the gameplay being non-existent because they don't feel in control anymore when they're at the tiles and that's the real reason why they're annoyed at this yeah there you go and i mean you, you touched upon something that i've said for a while now is that there isn't many viable killers this and this is the issue again rosie i'm referring to a video that you made when you were talking about the 50k streaks this is the issue that we have because we're watching someone with eight nine thousand hours against people with five six hundred hours and the 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 message you're getting off that video is these killers are viable but they're not mm -hmm. there's only in my opinion there is three maybe four actual viable killers that can handle that this is why i use freddy when i go against strong teams i want to have freddy because i'm not I've got stuff that I can pressure them with. It's not just a case of the chase. It's not a case of... It, it, he's got everything. So he's got the map pressure. He, you know, he's standard in chase, 115. But he's got his snares. He's got his pallets. Mm -hmm. He's got a lot of things going for him. And it's the same with the nurse. You know, you mentioned the nurse there. And there's not enough of these killers in the game. It's all right, as I say, going, you can go trapper sometimes. But I can guarantee... You know, all these people, let's say, 50k streaks, goes Trapper, go against the red rank team 50 times. How many times do you think you'll actually get more than two kills? Uh, you know, but, it's... Yeah, go on, sorry. Ox said he couldn't get more than five if they were actually on his level. Yeah. And that... Like, what th what those streaks are, I've, uh, I, I can't remember who... Somebody said this to me. It might have been... Oh, it was, it was a guy... It was one of my subscribers. He said... Uh, he said, "The way that you could prove, like, the way that you could theoretically prove your point is get a new account, and then go to rank twenty, and yeah. then do the same thing. Even if you're not as good as Ots, you're playing people at with the same hour differentiation. If you, if I were to just go to rank twenty right now and then do a fifty k streak there, it's the same hour differentiation. Yeah. Differentiation. So if people are not impressed by that, you can see why I'm not impressed with Ots' streaks." Yeah, well, it's funny you should use that example because that's the example I said to you as well, Captain Salty. Remember when we spoke about it? If I make a Smurf account <laughs> and, I go, yeah. and I go, yeah. you know, when I moved, I've only recently moved on to PC. So when I moved on to PC, it was great going up the ranks. I could play Huntress, I could play the killers that I'm really hopeless with in the red ranks, but I could play them. And I was getting 4Ks. It was, it was easy, you know, because the survivors weren't at the same level. I'd carried over knowledge that i had after playing for two three years on xbox you know so i knew the basics yes i wasn't you know pc might be slightly different but for the better really it, it, when it comes to like frame rates and that but yeah it, it's just 
you know, and I, I, I can't remember the content creator, but I've seen one where it says, you know, we're going to new account, start at rank 20 and see how far we get. And I'm like, well, is that really a big achievement? You know, because it's not, it, is it sending the wrong signals? So, yeah, Dowsy did that on his Art Cardcore Killer Challenge where he uh, played with basic perks and then basically went uh, on a brand new account and then just played with the whatever perks he get and from rank 20 to rank 1. When he loses one game, he has to go to the next skill and stuff like that. And I said, like, what does it prove? Like, you basically play against rank 20s yeah, <laughs> as, yeah. a, as, a, as a probably godlike killer, you know? Yeah. You Bro, I was rank 10. I was ranked 10 within two weeks of starting the game. Like, the, it, that's not an accomplishment, bro. There are people yeah. that are 60 hours in the game in red ranks. So, like, I'm, I'm questioning what, what kind of people they play because I, I, I'm playing 170 hours with my new account and I haven't rank, reached rank 1 yet. So, I get sweaty teams all the time, you know? It's like, I, I just get unlucky or something like that. Yeah. But I heard on both people that have 60 hours in the game in red ranks, you know? it's it's. And, and this is why... I like the idea of MMR. I really do like the idea. It, it sounds perfect if it's implemented correctly, you know, but because I want to try these killers and I want to be easy into them. I played as a spirit a day. I very rarely play as a spirit. The gens were done in four and a half minutes or something, you know. I couldn't find the survivors because I'm not used to probably using my ease as much as what I, what I do with other killers, you know, relying on them alone. And I'm like, this is spirit. I, from what I've seen, I would class as a viable killer. You know, she's always in the top three when people are naming them. But it's just about getting used to. So MMR would solve that issue and getting them. But I just don't think there is enough viable killers in the game that can hold her own. Let me just quickly jump to some of the chat, guys. Um, Reaper Tech, no tension whatsoever in the game. And surviving now is just boring because there's nothing exhilarating. You found the game more from the survivors when you didn't know about broken stuff, yeah. So I think the game loses its horror element pretty quickly, doesn't it? Uh, Tristan, you have the right idea. So yeah, when you were saying about the timer would still go on the hook. Uh, Reaper Tech, you switched because you couldn't find fun holding the button 24-7 with no fear of attention with a skill check. So I'm presuming you mean you've switched to, from survivor to killer. Um, Tristan... Gunslinger and the Blight seem like the last few viable killers. Now, I know Skinny will probably agree we were on Blight. Uh, Deathslinger, viable killer, guys? The thing is, what I don't understand is why do they make those killers that have good powers 110% movement speed? Like, what is the point of that? You have big maps and you have deadly people in chases. Why don't just make normal fucking speed? Like great gamekeeper in Identity TV is basically deafening on crack, and is one of the weaker killer in the game. You know, it's like what is the point of making this killer slower just because his his chase is actually useful? You know, yeah. it's it makes no fucking sense. Well, we'll come to that in a second. Uh, Rosie, skinny, Deathslinger, viable killer. I'm intimidated, skinny. You gotta go first, dude. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He he can still be like countered a lot on loops. Like I know pallets are a big counter for him. If you just pre-drop them, or if you're on the other side and he shoots you, he can't do anything. Windows though, he's got good window denial because even if you if you're through that window, it doesn't make a difference. He'll grab you and he'll hit you. That's it, gone. Yeah. So I'd say it's sort of a mixed bag because like unlike Huntress, who can still like screw you over at both a window and a pallet, Slinger 
is doomed by pallets, yeah. so he still loses out on like 50% of the chase. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't put him as a viable killer, but in that, it's hard for me to talk about arranged killers because I, I just can't aim. So for me, he doesn't sit in there. However, that is probably down to my own... Um, my own effects of being trash as a range killer. Uh, should you buy Slinger or the Legion? For me, I would say the Legion. Um, you've put on there. They both seem like fun, but honestly, I mean, Doctor's very close. Legion. I would recommend Legion. I don't know about the rest of the guys. Well, uh, I'll I'll go ahead and start. Well, first thing I want to talk about, uh, I call him Shit Slinger, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually think he's okay. Like when he came out, I thought he was just was just terrible. Like, I thought he was just terrible when he came out. But I think uh, I I'm growing on him. He's not viable, I don't think, but he's very, very close. He has a power that's viable, but him being on 110 is the thing yep. that, that, that stops him. If he was 115, he probably – if he was 115, he'd be better than Huntress because he yeah. didn't have a wind-up. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the fact that he's on 110 – and he just, he just, that, that, that's that's enough, bro. I know I know Scott Jones made a video about how there's no difference between 110 and 115. And then his entire comment section was like, but what about loops, Scott? And then Scott said, oh, well, there is a difference in loops. So yeah. that's so so you're so that video was a joke and you didn't need to make it. But so he's not he's not viable, but he's very, very close. And then as for Deathslinger or Legion, uh, I even though I think Deathslinger is better. Uh, Legion has Discordance, which is definitely the best, the yeah. best, best perk you can get out of those six. So even so, like they're both not viable. So you might as well get the perk that's good. Yeah. I am trash. That's the name of the person who's wrote it. How do you think they should buff Trickster and Yunjin's perk? Um, how they should buff Trickster is Skinny. Do you want to go ahead on this? Because I know we we. We plugged your video last week, and I don't know, you know, really enjoyed the video. I mean, it made sense. So, do you want to? Yeah. Say... Are we focusing on the perks or the killer in general? Uh, I think the per uh, the killer in general. How do you think they should buff Trickster? Mm, it does say perks, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in regards to his in regards to his perks, I'd say they're they're good, but they're too situational or they're just like improving on what we already had like starstruck i think that's the down people while carrying one that one's for me too situational because like at the end of the day if if you're using it as soon as you pick someone up it does the whole exposed thing that it does with any time you get exposed you know it makes the sound it puts the skull on your screen and survivors will immediately know oh i'm an insta down i'm just gonna run now yeah whereas if you're not using it run in front of you and you can get a free hit out of it you're not going to insta down them but i'd argue injuring someone for free without having to put any effort in is 10 times better than insta downing them because you can't really do anything if, if you're carrying someone and you insta down them by the time you hook the person you're currently carrying the dude you insta down is going to be picked up it's going to make no difference so that's how i think about that one in terms of buffing it i don't know make it like noed maybe where it doesn't tell them that you're using it until you actually down someone with it and that way you can at least maybe use it once or yeah. something i just think it's a bit situational uh what's his other ones crowd control i think is okay i mean it's just a better stronger bamboozle i wouldn't really do anything to it just because it's fine as is i i, I can see yeah. why you would use that or bamboozle you know i can see why there'd be choices there sometimes you'd want it over over bam and sometimes you want bam over Crowd control. What's his other one? Uh, no way out. Um, see, 
the thing with No Way Out is it's again it's situational. It's an end game perk. Like you wouldn't like yeah, you you could probably get all four survivors hooked throughout the match. I mean, you can do it regularly with barbecue, so I don't see why the difference would be there. But the problem is, is it's forty seconds. It's it's no time at all, and you could stack it with like Remember Me or something. But that's like going back to when twins came out and people were saying, oh, power struggle will be good. It's like, no, because you have to put three other perks on to make it viable. And at that point, yeah. you're basically making a meme build. So it, it's like, it's not viable on its own. You kind of need to put stuff with it because otherwise it's just not doing anything. Terms In terms of buffing it, I don't really know. I think it's, we don't, I, I just change it. I don't think we need it because like yeah. we've got stuff like Blood Ward and we've got stuff like Remember Me. We don't need, uh, another thing to slow gates down i think the pro i think what they did with that perk was they created it to sort of kind of stop people from 99 and gates yeah but yeah. Who, what's going to stop like 40 seconds of just not being able to touch the gates what's that going to do to night like stop 99 in it where, people where always, are you going to be people stealth out people stealth out two minute corruption they can handle 40 seconds more. exactly like it's it's not it's not effective at all i couldn't really off the top of my head i couldn't think of a way to buff it other than just make it something else it just it doesn't makes sense to do any what it does yeah as for the survivors perks uh the gen one i think i'm i'm a little bit i don't think it needs a buff in in this like because it's a bit stupid i think the problem with that one is the fact it's rewarding the survivors for the killer doing their job the survivors get three tokens each yeah. worth one percent every time the killer hooks someone What's the logic in that? That's literally saying to the killer, oh, just slug everyone, because otherwise they'll just generous you with this perk. Like, because if, if you keep hooking people, keep hooking people, and they keep holding on to these tokens, eventually it'll get to the point where they can get like a good 25% of the gen in one great skill check. And I'm not sure if it works this way, but if it does, it'll be stupid. Imagine this with Detective's Hunch. I think, yeah. no, is that, or is it Stakeout? No, it's Stakeout. It's stakeout Detective's yeah. Hunch is the other one. Yeah. Yeah, if it, I don't think it stacks. I hope it doesn't. But if it does, that's broken because then you don't even need to hit the great skill check. You'll just hit a good a good skill check, and it gives you like twenty five percent. It's just I I think the problem with that perk. I can't remember the name of it, but the problem with that perk is I wouldn't make it so that the survivors are rewarded for the killer doing their job. I'd make it something more like you know the other survivor perks, like take a protection hit or unhook someone or do X amount of time on a gen, something like that. Then I could accept it. It's the fact that it's like, oh, the killer hooked someone here. Have free gen progress. Like, there's no yeah, reward. Yeah. There's no. How is that not passive reward? Yeah, that's so. It's so dumb because they don't have to do anything. It's just, oh, someone else got hooked. Well done for surviving. Here's some free time. Like, yeah. it's just stupid. I'm a fan of smash hit. My only problem is, uh, I think, a couple days before the PTB, Ryuga released a massive like list of changes he'd make to every single perk to like balance the game. And one of his changes was turning Dead Hard into what is now Smash Hit, where if you slammed the pallet, you got a speed boost and ran. Yeah. And I would have liked that as a replacement for Dead Hard. I don't like that they both coexist, and you can have now another exhaustion perk, and also Dead Hard still exists. So <laughs> I like Smash Hit if it was a replacement to Dead Hard. I don't want both. Um, what's the last one? Uh, when you get hit within like 12 meters of another survivor, you don't leave scratch marks or something? Yeah, I know it's something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. Yeah, com completely pointless. I don't know. If you're within 12 meters of another survivor and you're not already hiding, you're in front of the killer. Like, what? what, what is the use to that? It's, 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 how I would buff it? I don't really know. This, uh, I got, got uh, I said, I said that one could be kind of cute if it was, uh, terror radius or 32 meters. 
because then Oni or Myers could infectious fright, and then you don't leave scratch marks for the next ten seconds, even though they got your screech bubble. Could work. They could come yeah. after you. You could come after you. You wouldn't leave scratch marks. I thought that would be cute. It wouldn't be very good, but it would be cute. Yeah. I mean, the problem I have with trying to like buff perks or trying to come up with any new perk now is we've gotten to the point where there's so many perks, it's hard not to come up with like, oh, this perk we already have, but if it did this instead of what it does, like it's there's too many perks in the game now to make something yes. completely unique. Like they're all yeah. just going to be feeding off of each other or feeding into each other. It's kind of really hard to do new perks now. That's why they just steal from the community. Oh, I'm fired today. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I've seen that. It was a, the, yeah, it was a trickster's perks, wasn't it? That someone had found in a forum yeah. two years ago or something. Yeah. Oh, man, those perks that they made up, they're so broken, man. Like, this community's retarded. Like, holy shit. Giving, giving, uh, giving a survivor a, fr a free hit whenever a killer hits another survivor while he's in chase. <laughs> holy shit. Stacking that, like, like how, how can survivors, like, survivors are retarded in this game. Like, this community is, is, is trash. Holy shit. But it's like, to give give them, let's give them credit. Is that the game is what, coming up five years old? Um, they have run out of ideas in regards to perks, things like that. But credit because the game, whether it's on its way out or whatever, it is still very much alive. So they are, you know, they, yeah. they have done stuff right. But it's come to a point now where I think especially with the release of Chapter 18 and how broken it was, things like that, that they've got to sort of make amends. I know a lot of people have left the game as well, moved on, and we'll come to that in a second. But If they want the new meta, they have to have all other meta perks, or else never, nothing will be off. They will never create another Metal of Men before it got nerfed. Because it was broken, they will never make make something like D strike again. They tried it with power struggle, but it's like too meme and stuff like that. They will never go to the meta perks again. If they want to change the meta, they have to hard nerf every meta perk. That's well, the only yeah, way yeah. they can make viable perks again. Well, yeah. See, here's what I was. Here's I'm gonna piggyback off that actually. Uh, the the reason that it's so hard for them to create new perks is because they nerf the meta. They don't ever, they don't ever like put a perk in the game to check the meta. For example, you ruin undying, okay, the old one. Okay, how about this? Whenever you cleanse a uh, totem, the aura of another totem around the map lights up. There's a perk for you right there. Like just, just like you, if you, if they were to just look at the meta and think of ways to counter it and put it in the game to check it, they would have free perks right there. I, yeah. I, I do, I just don't understand why they don't do that because they don't want to power creep the game. That's, I think that is. The biggest, biggest, biggest problem, if you look at everything that they've ever said across the entirety of the game's five-year run at this point, they don't want to power creep it. That's the biggest issue I think the game currently has right now. In, ter in, in terms of perks, they just they don't want to power creep it. So whenever something comes out that power creeps it, it gets nerfed. Some of it, again, like Medal of Man is justifiably so. That perk was broken and needed nerfed. But... Undying? Eh. I, maybe solo queues. It was OP in solo queue, but Swift could handle it. Yeah. And they could handle it within the first five minutes, especially if they had Detective's Hunch, which already existed to check Undying, in, in my humble opinion. Yeah. Like, See, they I'm... just don't analyze the meta. Yeah. And small game. Like, you had so many perks that, that could actually help you with turning totems. So, well, you could just bring them up. Work. Yeah. 
or something like that. I think uh, like there are so many things to to counter hex perks that nerfing a hex perk just because it's powerful because it's a hex perk. It's supposed to be powerful. It can be cleansed. So if you make it weak, why should you cleanse it? You know, <laughs> what's the point of it? I think I must be the only person that has started playing on dying more since the nerf. <laughs> because, no, I, I still run on dying. Yeah, I still run it because ruins ruins too good. You have to run ruin. Yeah, I think. I, I think ruin is still meta. Yeah, I just found before when I did try it out, I just kept losing the ruin first, and I'd be left. Uh, you know, I've lost two two totems at this point. Um, two perks, should I say? And I didn't get any value out of it. And now at least I know that. I've got a backup now. It does its job better now for me than what it did. I know it's going to sound a bit controversial because obviously before you were getting, you know, four attempts at it um, respawning. Yeah. But for me personally, I would every time lose Ruin first. And I'm like, well, I've still got a totem up, but it's undying. It's no good to anybody, you know. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm, yeah, bro, I feel you. Yeah, I'm probably the only one that's actually liked it more since, since the nerf. Um, Amazon was like, nothing changed for me. I have so terrible luck that they can't undying first all the time. So facts, <laughs> facts. I mean, I, I just don't use hex I just don't use hex because they're too. I don't like the fact that like they can just be gone. It's it's yeah. because of the fact that it's the fact that the totem spawn system is just terrible. Like there's so many times you'll see totems that are just wide out in the open with like no. There was one time I did use rune undying recently. It was on Larry's. Not only were the totems obvious because they glowed bright on a really dark map, but they were literally both in the same corridor, about ten steps away from each other, both ruin and undying. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually have a solution to that. Is that if anyone's ever played uh, Resident Evil Resistance, they did what was called presets, and you could do like custom presets, and you could like customize every single map so that the key items in the map would spawn at the same places every single time. So, like, I mean, you couldn't hide your stuff, per se, but it would give you, like, 30 possible spawn locations for a key that the survivors needed, and you could stack it in a room and then fill that room with zombies. Like, it gave you way more control over where those key items in the game spawned in. I feel like if they would just give us a little bit more control over the totem system, a hex perk would be insanely more reliable. And I also just think it's insanely sad... That in order to get a halfway decent perk, it has to have a hex. It has to have the word hex attached. To yeah, it. I think that's yeah. insane. Yeah, no, I mean, that's it. It's and that's being disappointed with some of the because I, I was I was at the same frame mind as Skinny. I, I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna and Captain Salty Voucher's because I said it to him plenty of times before the change. I was like, I don't want to rely on RNG for my perks. Which that's what it felt like when you're using a hex a hex perk, but like you said there, Rosie, the more and more I started using ruin and undying, I've just suddenly seen the value in it, and it is just sometimes such a necessity to run with. Um, let's have a look at some of the questions off topic. But do you think licensed DLC the potential for the new game modes? Pairs, <coughs> excuse me, guys. Uh, personally, I don't think there will be any new game modes in the game. Does anybody else get that feeling? They confirmed or? it. They they deconfirmed new game modes on one of the Q and A. They said they're not doing any yeah. new game modes. And honestly, do you want any? They can't even get one right. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I think the different game modes. I think that's probably out of the question now. Um, TV has different game modes. 
that you can't do it. <laughs> it's a mobile game that has different game modes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. We're going to speak I mean, about I that saw, game soon. I saw on the Reddit someone came up with a fun alternate game mode where it was like, it, I think it was something like there was a blue team and a red team and there was four survivors and a killer on both teams. And the, it was basically like the, the killer on the red team worked to screw over the blue team survivors and vice versa. And it was sort of whose team could get out first and whose team could sacrifice more first, something like that. can't remember it off the top of my head, but it sounded really good and really interesting. It's just, I don't have faith that they'd implement it well if they did yeah. go down that route. And I think yeah, it would sure. be a bit of a, a difficult like game mode to get around. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you could, like you said, make your own game modes up, but uh, no, I, I, I can't see them ever changing. I think the struggle keeping this one how it is at the moment. Um, let's have a look. I'd like the Death Note chapter. I heard in the server that people would like licensed characters from manga or anime. I think the trickster's come from anime, hasn't he? Uh, I'll only one ask. <laughs> yeah, that. he's anime based. <laughs> I heard a change idea of fast track. There's an idea that you get a token each time you get a chase without losing the health effect and same effects. That would probably work better than you get a token when someone gets hit. And can you elaborate on that power creep idea? Like taking the current OP packs, survivor killer alike, and what would you change? I'm assuming that's to me. Uh, I actually have to mute real fast. Yeah, uh, of course. When I come yeah. back... Well, I, I, I told you about that. Yeah. I have to mute real fast. When I come back, I'll answer that. Yeah, no problem. Any skinny or Captain Salty? I mean, I in, the mean, in the meantime, I do want to say, like, so the, they've said in the past they don't want to do power creep, but they're perfectly fine with pay to win because you couldn't, yeah. like, get this game on its own with no DLC and have a decent loadout. You literally need to buy certain DLCs to get good perks. It's like that guy who was asking earlier should i get Deathling or legion and we were like oh get legion because he's got discordance it shouldn't be like yeah. that why do you have to buy a, a killer that you're never going to play just for one perk that you might use in the occasional build yeah like it's i don't think and they, they, they their argument is oh we've got the shrine of secrets what you mean the random wheel of like never get a good perk where it'll take forever to get one decent perk on it and the thing with the shrine is it's not even random they literally can put perks in there if they want to they do it all the time with the archives You'll see, like, now there's a challenge on the current archive to use Breakout. What perks in the shrine? It's breakout. Yeah, yeah. They do it all the time. So it's not even random. They have direct influence over the shrine. So people will say, like, oh, DS hasn't been in the shrine for years. It's like, yeah, because the devs don't want it to be. It's not random at all. They can literally go, we'll do this perk, this perk, this perk, and this perk. And yeah. the thing with the shrine as well is it picks perks that you have for free. So it wastes slots. You could be getting perks that you don't need to pay for, but instead they're saying, oh, here's this perk that you do already have in the base game. We're going to make you buy it off the shrine. Like, what? Yeah. Like, I think power creep, I don't know where, like, like I said, it's impossible, really. It's difficult, really, to, to, to discuss because of, like, the fact that they can't really make many more perks without overstepping on the perks they already have but i definitely think they need to do something about the fact this game's massively pay to win like i i, I mean people yeah. say that, like people say that, like it's not pay to win it's pay for a better chance to win yep. yeah no it, it's it was... pay to win because you, you couldn't get a 4k at red ranks if you didn't have like things like barbecue and, and, and if you and have bad survivors ruins. you can <laughs> but i mean yeah the but they're, is... if if they're bad survivors that's not really the you know you it's like i was going to bring up earlier when we were talking about making like smurf accounts ryuga did a video where he went from rank 20 to rank one with perkless adamless legion those early games are like cakewalks i haven't really caught to the end of the games yet though because it's yeah. like a one hour thing but i'd assume the later games would be harder but like mm -hmm. yeah it's just 
down to the fact that the perks are really pay to win. I don't know. Power creep, I, I can't report on, but pay to win, definitely. Okay, I'm back now, so I, I can take power creep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now th this this come becomes a lot easier when you follow other games. Okay. Uh, I want to start with that notion. The biggest notion uh, perpetrated by idiots in this community is that you can't compare the game to other games because it's just so different, and that's complete bullshit. Okay. That's that's an excuse so they can just hide behind the bad balance. They don't have to fix it if they just say we don't have to. But uh, so. If you compare it to other games, such as the biggest comparison would be TCGs, okay? Dead by Daylight releases sets of different perks in the same way that a TCG releases sets of different cards, okay? In order for a TCG to remain alive, it power creeps itself. The new set is better than the previous set, so you will buy more cards so you can keep the game alive, okay? And the devs have stated that they don't want to do this because they don't want to, they don't want to, like, punish you for not having the, the, the new meta, like, which... I mean, here's what here's what you do. First of all, it's ten dollars. That's insanely. It's not very cheap at all. And you're worried about people not having money. How about you put the perks on sale for ninety nine cents? There you go. Yeah. There's a solution yeah. right there. But but be beside the point. The the effect that that has across the game is that the game remains stale. You've had Dead Hard that's been meta since it came out. You've had Hex Ruin meta since it came out. All this stuff has been meta since it came out. Because they do power creep the game. Even though that they say they don't, they eventually do. Sometimes a perk comes out and breaks the game. When you, As you saw with X Undying. Eventually they do do it anyway. But the fact that they don't want to, just it, it, it keeps the game very, very stale and very, very boring. Because they just don't allow themselves to continue improving upon what's already there. And that, that effect is that it makes people leave because there's no point. There's no, there's no point to keep going. And it makes the game boring, stale, and it, it problematic because the meta just goes unchecked for so long. It's like, oh, the survivor has dead hard. I can't check it because it's I have nothing to counter it. And the few counters that do exist, like clowns, exhaustion add-ons, just had to go. They were just too good. Like they don't. Not only do they not like check the meta, but they make the meta even better by nerfing things. I just think they nerf way too much. If they stopped nerfing and implemented power creep, the game would be a mm. lot healthier because everything would have more checks. It's how you make healthy games. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm that's, done. That's, it's interesting because I've brought it up. I think it's probably the third time tonight I've brought it up, but I, I'm the same with Killers. I have been disappointed with Killers. And someone commented on one of my videos the other day, and it was about the Trickster one. And they were like, Twins are good if you play them right. You know, you, you don't play fair. Twins are very good. Blight's a very strong killer. And I'm like, you've misinterpreted what I'm saying. I'm not saying these killers are weak, but these killers aren't being used because, in my opinion, they, they can't hold their own against the top teams. So people aren't going to play them. And this is touching upon what you said, Rosie. This is coming to the same thing, not just with packs, but with the killers. You always mm -hmm. find yourself playing the same killers against the same killers sorry so when you're a survivor you'll come across you know the, the amount of times where i'm having a, a good stint of survivor play and i'll play one killer and then straight after i'm playing again in the first time, i think it's oh it could be the same person again you know because it's just rows upon rows of the same killer playing and that's because they're not bringing out strong killers in my opinion uh -huh. and it's summed up with yep. a trick it's summed up with a trickster you know the trickster, why would I pick the trickster over the huntress? You know, would I pick the trickster over the huntress if I'm playing to win a game? 
probably not. You know, and that's no. that, that's the issue that I've got is they're not looking at stuff that they've got, like you said, with the perks and thinking, how can we improve this? How can we make this better? How can we make this more fun for players to see to get these new things? And that's that's where I'm feeling at the moment is that you know this is why I play the same killers more or less all the time. You know, I'm trying to keep playing different ones, but I'm finding myself drawn to the same ones because I'm trying to be competitive, trying to get some good good videos. So I'm I'm playing the same killers. So hopefully that answers your yep. question about the uh power power creeper um what new cultures would like to incorporate just before we move on to that question i'm trash um there was a question from reaper tech who asked about toxicity in the game now when i read this straight away i thought your friend rosie so it was you know the video was about toxicity but he said do you think it's being caused my friend my best friend (laughs) do you think it's being caused by the developers the toxicity is it caused and encouraged by developers? Yep, I can. Have a, I have an example. It's the the game I played before Dead by Daylight, and I put six k hours in was Gloria Victis, and it was basically the most toxic community I ever saw. It was racist, homophobe, and people were just like, "Oh, the Polish people are toxic. We hate all Polish people," and they were like, "Fucking burn the Polish people." It's like the developer made that worse because they were Polish and they reacted exactly like people would think they would react. They were punishing mm-hmm. people that were that were what that would uh, pay the that would uh, show this ra- the racist card even though they those people in the game were actually toxic. Like really they, the people uh, were hacking uh, cheating trying to make the other side miserable and because the deaths were Polish they were just what looking away all the time. It's something like that. They they create, they give you the opportunity to do what the fuck you want. And if someone complains or criticizes them for a good reason, you you get you get gaslighted by by the whole community just because of that. And that's how toxicity uh, is, is started. It's time. It's because the developer want people to do what the fuck whatever they want and they don't want to limit themselves in something you see it in in the entitlement of survivor versus killer players like none of them are, are correct because none of them is actually thinking about the consequences of the of the things these they say and the devs can't just say oh we are killer mains or we are survivor mains or we favor no non-side we want to have a balanced game no because if they say oh hooks are the win condition then people that go for kills would be mad if they say uh, kills would be the win condition then someone like Tutan would cry out and say but that's not skillful enough you know it's like those entitlement of the player base and the possibilities especially survivor have in this game to abuse anything that causes, causes uh, toxicity and the devs don't do anything against that okay so I'm intimidated bro I'm, I'm intimidated <laughs> so you gotta go dude uh, I mean they're they're, they're sort of 50 50 with it. i mean they're implementing this new chat filter which is over the top by the way i i've seen youtube get censored on the new chat filter if anyone has ever oh, really? tested that literally typing the word youtube and it comes up censored in any way you type it you type the word full you space out each letter nah you can type the word youtuber but not the word youtube that will get censored right. on the chat filter huh. but that that's just something i wanted to bring up that that, that chat filter is 
stupid, but it's a, it's a step in the right direction. I feel like uh, you know getting people from to stop saying like racist and, and homophobic stuff in the chat just because they know they're not going to get punished for it. Like yeah, it you know and the report system as much as people say like they never read it. Apparently they, I mean this is just coming off what they've said. They do read it. It's just that the the amount of times people false report overweighs the the, the actual reports. You know if they get like a hundred reports a day and like 99 of them are, are just people being like oh he slugged me or he camped me yeah. then it, it's not going to work and then the one dude who's being like yeah he was racist and homophobic he goes he gets away scot-free because the 99 other people were just fake fake reports that like didn't need to be done so they 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 do try and it's just a problem that you have with any large communities there's going to be toxic people and you'll never really fully scrub them away but They'd also like they're trying. They're just not trying hard enough, from what I from what I see. The thing, the thing that bothers me is why survivors and killers go at each other's throats, being toxic. If you you can't have one role and not have the other, like it, it's evident. I mean, the emblem system's bugged as it is, but like it's evident in the emblem system, particularly for survivor. If you have a bad killer and you barely ever get chased by them, they never down anyone, so you can never unhook anyone. You're only left to do gens, and at best, you'll only safety pip. If you then go into the endgame chart and trash that killer for not doing well, well, you're not, you're not, doing, you're not helping them. They're not going to get any better. Yeah. They're going to keep going to other games where other people are never going to do well, but then it's the same on the other side. If you're like a god-tier killer who just downs everyone in five seconds and slugs everyone and then one-hooks everyone, you're not going to do well either. And then if you trash the survivors for going down quick, yeah. you know, it, it's a you need both teams to work in harmony in a way to for both of you to do well to, to have fun you can't have one role overpower the other because then neither role will do well in the ranks it's 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 just they try with toxicity but it doesn't it doesn't it, they don't try hard enough it's definitely it's bit... easy make it kill so this escapes and well, then, yeah, you, then you, you don't have to anymore if you do that. yeah exactly it, it is... farming stupid anyway it, it, i always get annoyed when i'm playing survivor and a killer starts to farm, I think, great, you've just wasted the last, like, yeah, 15 yeah. minutes I could have been doing in an actual match. It bores the hell out of me. How else yeah. is that guy going to get his trapper daily done, bro? I feel bad for him. <laughs> but you're right, weren't you saying, Skinny okay. Quinny? I mean, it's, it's, for me, it is a bizarre mentality. And, uh, again, I've touched upon it so many times. I'm like, what pleasure do you get out of trash talking when you've won? And what pleasure do you get, especially if you see the survivor uh, or the killer has struggled? I, I'm just like, you know what? Feel sorry for the survivor. Give him a hatch. Give him the door. I know, Captain Salty, you don't agree with that because you're like, no, they're not going to learn otherwise. But the game's already done at this point. Um, I give them, I give them the, the, the hatch if they had to chill game, you know? Yeah. I, I don't care. I have... Well, okay. I got I, I to gotta give my sense. Go on then. You keep going. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Go, so, so, yeah, so... I had, you know, I'm noticing lately the toxicity is getting less and less. I'm not getting trash sharks as much these days, which I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, except the other Monday or something. You play a team, you they did beat me. I was playing as Legion. They were, they were good. They were good. Hope they're not listening, but they were good. And my initial reaction was after the trash talking was, let's have a rematch. Let's rematch. This game needs a rematch button where you can change a killer. That would be one thing I'd love to bring in. Let's have a rematch. Let's play. But um, 
yeah, it's they were just trash talking. I was like, what pleasure are you getting out of this, guys? What pleasure are you getting? And it's just bizarre. It's a really, really bizarre mentality. However, I do have to say, I, Rosie, you might want to cover your ears here. I agree with Scott Jundin when I, when I watched that video. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I did, I did agree with what he's saying because... I was around playing in modern, was around playing COD, you know, when it first got online and everyone's playing, you know, and it was awful. And I don't quite see that on here. I see a lot of bragging on here, a lot of trash talking, but not a lot of the name calling and the seriousity of the comments that you used to get in those games. So, so that's my take on it anyway. Find it bizarre. And like also, I said, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. is not toxic at all. No. Not as all. <laughs> all right, Rosie's turn, bro. Yeah. Okay. What's what's uh, for, first? I have a I, I, I have a confession to make. That's my first thing. If you notice, if you go under the things you can report for, one of the things you can report for is error in design. So every time I get keyed, I report the key users for error in design. That's. That's my confession, though, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, okay. Uh, all seriousness, I actually know the video. Uh, I actually know the Scott Jump video you're talking about. I actually agree with that one too. Yeah. See, the thing with that guy is he's very he's very hit and miss. He's the most hit and miss guy in the community. Sometimes he'll like be dead on, and then sometimes he won't be. That's like the serious take on him. But the the main thing with 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 toxicity. Okay. Uh, again, I I, I think. What I think what's really happening, uh, it has a lot to do with the, the matchmaking. I'm going to just keep bringing that up. It's hard to be toxic to somebody you're getting your beat by. So when the matchmaking's bad and the killer's winning, I mean, you might have that one survivor who teabags you, but you're winning. You don't really give a fuck. When you give a fuck is when you're losing. And I think that like yeah. that's when they really, that's the real victimization aspect of it. Uh, but it's, it, it's, a very, it's, a, it's another complicated topic. The issue of toxicity, again, you can't completely weed it out, but there is an extreme amount of entitlement which leads to toxicity. I actually have a video on yep. uh, true entitlement against criticism. Uh, legit criticism of the game. Uh, it, it, like, and I think in order for the devs to actually take a stand on toxicity, they need to point out what actually not toxic is. They don't need to say camping like they don't they don't have to say they framed it wrong when they said like they said you can't ban people for camping you know what i mean they say you can't report them from camping they didn't say camping is good they didn't say it's like something you're not allowed to be mad at they didn't they didn't say you can't be angry at the killer i mean well i mean they, they, they should say that i think they should come out and say you do have no right to be mad about this and I also think they need to come out and say, not every game you play is going to be fun. And you are not entitled yeah. to a fun match every single time. They, like, it, it, it's so sad that they have to, to say that to this community. Because when the community is full of brats, you have to, you have, you, you have to say that eventually. But the, the problem is everyone just thinks they're entitled to a fun match. And I think you would really... They, like the, the point, it's not a survivor killer discussion. It's an entitlement versus toxic entitlement versus criticism discussion. You need to know what's entitlement and what's not. And the more you, the more people say that word incorrectly, it becomes, it becomes something of, of like people just parrot it now. They just say, oh, you're just being entitled because they don't agree with what you're saying. Yeah. 
then I think that's a very massive problem in this community. And again, I, content creators perpetrate it. Scott John like makes daily use of the word entitled, and I just think, I just think you, that that's a word we should say a lot, lot less. Okay, now my take. Uh, Jay Alu sent me a video of two talent against the toxic in quotes survival friends on Coldfin Farm. I think it was Rotten Fields to clown. And he always said, look at this toxic survivor body blocking for each other. It's like, okay, first of all, you know this game is won before. So if people body block for others so they don't get down, it's a good team play, you know? It's not toxic. You're not entitled to have chases where no one interrupts you. You know, you're not entitled to get much chases. That's not the fucking thing. It's like if the survivors body block for each other, that means they know what they are doing. You know, it's it's it, you are entitled to think that that you uh, that you get this chase done, and and no one can stop you from doing that chase. That's entitlement. It's like it's not toxic to body block. It's mm -hmm. not toxic to camp or slug or tunnel. You are not entitled to tell tell one someone else that they can't do that because you have a different opinion about a topic. You know, and, and under the comment section, there were so many true talent fanboys that said, oh, because of that shit, Survival Friends is broken. So first of all, if that was a Survival Friends, I would have killed that for guy, uh, that team in five minutes because they were serving themselves on a silver platter. Like in two or three uh, timestamps, you can see Feng or even the Nia trying to take a hit for the Felix. And he just ignored Feng or, or Nia, we've saved the best for last. Like... It, that's that's free real estate for any killer that plays save the best for last getting as many hooks as possible to get more stacks on save the best for last especially with something like sloppy butcher and he always said oh let's survive your friends like no that's just good solos and probably maybe two men it's not a four man because they were not committed enough to be a four man and that's that that's the whole thing it's like he's a big crybaby about what's not going his way he tells toxic like guy that is all this only that that slugged him and got the 4k and people were telling him in the stream and this only didn't do anything wrong his kid is based around slugging and he played around his kid and it's like but i don't have fun it's like you are not entitled to have fun and mm -hmm. if why should the why should the only give you a chase if the only knows you're a good looper why should i give you a chance to loop me around if, why should I hook you, go away from the hook, let people unhook you, so I have to ch catch you again through all the broken loops on Coffin Farm? Like, why should I do that? Like, like I want to win, and if I get, give you, if you get, if I get you out of the game as fast as possible, then it's easy for me. If I keep you slugged because you can't loop, that's easier for me, and that's something yeah. that's entitlement of saying you you can't uh, can't let me slug because I'm uh, I'm I, I I should have fun, but no. It's it's like you you can't tell people that they can't do something just because you don't like it. And that's I mean that's the whole crux of the hooks versus kills debate. And I think that's what and we were talking about before we went live. We know there's some people that it got the backs up a bit. You know some of the comments were saying True would run rings around us all. He would loop us all day long. And I don't think that's the issue. You know. The, nobody is down talking how good he is at a game or you know what he's good at and of course you know when you play the game professionally he that that his is his game he plays that game so many hours a day professionally he gets paid for doing so off twitch streaming off video youtube you know he's a professional dead by day like gamer so to 
come on and say he's going to run loops around and stuff like that, that is pretty much besides the point. So I know last week, was it yourself, Squinny, Skinny, that said you didn't particularly like true talent? So, But that's your opinion. You are entitled to that. Just to clear this up, for me, I do like true talent. I've said it before. He was the first person that I actually watched when I was playing the game, trying to learn the game. So I respect his opinion. But like what Captain Salty said there, that video, and you can go, it's it's probably still up on his videos now. And it was something like Toxic Clicky Clicky. That was the title of it. And it was a clown game where he overchased at the beginning. He then complained about the body blocks even though he had save the best for last. He then said things like, which this is a side that I think myself, yeah, this is probably not, not the best, but he said, I have outplayed the survivor. Now, when I watched the video, I was like, at which point have you outplayed the survivor? You know, because you've caught up to him, but that happens. As a killer, you are faster than a survivor. You will eventually catch up with them. Then the friends came in, done a body block, and that was that. So, you know, and that video, for me, did scream a bit of entitlement. You know, he plays the game, he's a professional gamer, he's doing this, and he is wound up and tilted about survivors, like Captain Salty said, that played well. I would be sat there like this if they'd done that against me, you know, applauding them, going, yeah, you know, well played, guys, that's how you do it. But it was seen the opposite way. Now, is that entitlement in the community? Is that something that will spread? You know, last time I checked, he had over 370,000 subscribers, you know, so he's got obviously a big fan base. And is that something that will spread down and people repeat it, people will say the same thing? And, yeah, we had a discussion about it, didn't we, Captain Salty, about it? And yep, he pretty much summed it up there. And this is not like... And said, it happened, it happened. Yeah. Under the video, so many yes say, I say, oh, true is correct, truth. With that is, but that's why killers suck to play here, yeah? because you play bad? Like, like what? That's why players suck to play? The killers suck because the loops are in favor of the survivors. If you run after Phoenix that didn't know how to loop, just presses W and falls off the harvester three times in a row, because you can't hit your bottles at all. That's not the fault of the survivors that you play bad in this moment. And you have to realize that you can't, that you say, oh, I played bad and they played better. They weren't good playing good. They just played better because Tutelen played absolute shit. He didn't know how to play clown in this moment. Like, I think he was tilted from other games before because MMR was tested and definitely. it was on the whole yeah. day. Yeah, Is that definitely. why my matchmaking was so good last week? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Were you getting put up against rank 20s, Rosie? This MMR is like, no. sort of like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> no, bro. I, I, my last stream we played, we played like five swifts. And I'm like, what? Uh -huh. like the matchmaking got good this weekend yeah. all of a sudden. Oh, MMR is being tested again? Oh, that makes sense. It's something but, that uh, he put on. He put on uh, a few of his videos. Um um, nothing official's been said. I think MMR's been on for quite a while. I think it's been on since since the last update, personally. But that's just I mean, the opinion. matchmaking is so broken, you would have never known if the MMR was broken <laughs> yeah. until it's corrected itself out. Yeah. The, the problem with our last experiment was we didn't give the system time to correct itself out. They yanked it out of the game after a week because everybody bitched. But if you put it, if you slide it in and give the system the time it needs to correct itself out, boom, there you go. All of a sudden, it's working. 
What a coincidence. Considering the fact they've been suspiciously quiet about MMR since the last time they said they'd removed it, it does feel like they've sort of shadow activated it and just sort of not addressed it in the hopes that people won't really notice. Yeah. Yeah. Just a quick jump on some of the questions. So, uh, Survivor Rolls for the Losers, Reaper Tech. Really don't like Survivors, do you, Reaper Tech? Uh, I am trash. I don't know how it is on PC, but on console, does it seem like the players are too toxic? Uh, I found it the other way around. When I was on console, I found it more toxic, but PC, I find it less toxic. But um, yeah, different different ones. Do you guys notice any difference? And you guys play on console or PC? Uh, I play on console. Yeah. I believe on the. I, I don't play on both, but from my experience, I turn the messaging off within yeah. the first uh, within the first two weeks of playing because I got told to go kill myself yeah. like, really Oof. fast. <laughs> yeah, I done the same I've on not... console as well. If if I would recommend it. Just switch your messages off, and that's the end of that. <laughs> Go on, I've noticed a lot more, a lot more consoles teabag more often than PC players because they don't have an endgame chat to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get really dedicated players that send me friend requests with a message on it. Like that's how dedicated they are to telling yeah. me slander after the match. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I admire those players, dude. I had a guy who was on Xbox send me a message through the like the Windows Xbox app to tell me that I sucked. He literally <laughs> cross-platform hate mailed me, and I just sent a message back saying, "Like, dude, you've this is a first. You've actually made history for me. Yeah. This is amazing." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you cross-platform hate mailed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Reap attack. DVD streamers try to look so good at the game, and I think that know everything and they're entitled. But honestly, some DVD streamers just say and do stupid things. I think the the problem that sometimes people have, and this is was the issue with some of the comments we got last week on the podcast, is that yeah. people were saying we were forcing our opinions, and it is just our opinions. You know, I put a video out there said I think the trickster's the worst killer. That is not a factual statement. That's just my opinion, and I think a lot of DVD streams have to do that. And you've got to remember when people are on a smaller platform, which most of us are here we do have to sort of try to get attention so me putting the video out saying a trickster with a big thumbnail saying trickster is the worst killer in dvd there is an element of clickbait on there we don't have the luxury at the moment because we haven't done it for long of sitting there with you know as soon as these big guys put a video out, you know they've got thirty thousand views straight away youtube will then start recommending them more we don't have that luxury so we have to do stuff to get attention so it isn't. A case I don't. I don't know why people haven't figured out I have an exaggerated character yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I think people need to realise that there is an element of that as well. But it is just opinions, and nobody's forcing their opinions on people. It's just In my opinion. Think. There are streamers that are actually pretty wholesome about that thing. They don't take the ability too serious, but they spit facts, like Papas and Farmer John, for example. They don't take this game serious. They are like, oh, whatever. This, the behaviour is just shit. They will shit out. This is a machine that shits out more content that is bugged and it, I don't care anymore. But they have, they present facts in their streams with, and they don't present it like I'm better than them. You know, like, it's, we all don't want to have fun sometimes and great games can be stressful, but they are more wholesome and they don't, they're not like too talented. They tell people that they are bad or that I'm outplaying them. No, they say, oh, 
you know, tough games, or just, just stressful games. You know, it's like yeah. it can can happen. It's something like whatever. They don't. They have bigger player bases than most other people, and they are wholesome about that. But yeah. they they also say it's frustrating, and I don't want to stream because I hate that banana right now. Like Farmer yeah. John says, every two weeks he says, "Oh, I need to take time off three days because this game makes me like want to kill myself." You know, yeah. it's just it's just sometimes like that, but. We go back to the entitlement of people thinking they are better than others, which is a, a problem. It's like Tutel thinks he's better than others, and I can prove he's not better than others. He's yeah. not better than average killer, probably. The, okay, he knows how to mind game and thinks he outplays people and lose, but like like I said in last podcast, the rest around that, like having, seeing, hearing people working on a gen behind him, like in this video with Clown, that's something he doesn't care about. What is happening around? He's focused on the chase and only on the chase. Yeah. While there are other people, like they, they check gens close together, they break chase, they juggle a lot more, they injure multiple people. They have more of that. And that's those people, they can they prove that they are better. You know, they don't have to tell tell it and they say, Oh, it's a game. I don't I, it's just a game, have fun, you know. Yeah. But they prove that they are better. Think, <laughs> they don't have to say it all the time. I think because of the type of game it is. And this is what I think about the big content creators, especially the ones who have got eight, nine thousand hours. I think the type of game it is, and I do think the game is very RNG based. So exactly. if I was to play against, we'll use True Talent as an example. I would probably say if he was Killer Am Survivor, I think he would probably kill me. I'll give him. I'll give him the credit. I think he'll probably kill me eight times out of ten. The two times where he might not kill me is when RNG hasn't been on the side. And that's why I think it's very difficult to have a competitive mindset with this game because a lot of it is based on RNG. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that, but I just think... <laughs> I think if I just hide and do gens, I would get away from Kukran because he never checked gens or whatever. Why should I bother about chasing getting chased by that guy? Like, if he's so... So tunnel vision on his chases. Why should I give him the uh, the fun? I just want to tilt him now and give don't give him chases, you know. Um, but it's like not toxic. It's just like he presents that persona and has a huge attacking attacking uh, place on area on his body. Like he's just people call him the Oshido of the killer community. Uh, people hate him on the forums. People say what he's saying should not be. Uh, used as, as something uh, as fact because he's all talking about around uh, in entitlement. It's not facts that he presents. Yeah. Sometimes yes, but most of the time it's just his entitlement that he tries to mix with facts, which is something yeah. that you should not do. Especially with a big fan base, you're just brainwashing your people to believe yeah. the things you, should, you well, say. I think, I think just to counter what you're saying there, see, as I say, this is uh, I'm probably being biased because as I say, I do like watching his videos, I do enjoy his content. So for me, I think he does get a lot of unnecessary hate. I really do. I think, you know, people have this opinion of him straight away and I do think he gets a bit of a hard time because I do think most of the time he tries to present and that was something that I remember I spoke to Terrico about. You know, Terrico, when he was doing his DBD videos, like I said to him, I don't necessarily agree with everything you're saying, but I like the way you're presenting it. And I think that I think True Talent does have a point on the stuff that he says. Like the hooks versus kills, I know we've said this you know, before we came on, Captain Salty. I don't actually disagree with what he's saying, but it's 
reality and what we actually want expectations reality is that we can't just go for kills uh sorry hooks because the game doesn't allow it because it's too survivor-sided <laughs> the expectation is that it's less survivor-sided and yes of course we'd all like to play you know happy families and go get three hooks each and everyone enjoys the game but that's not the reality of the game is where it is right now uh, does anyone agree with that or do people think it should be like that now Well, I'll I'll go ahead and start. Uh, yeah. We we've talked about a lot of things in that brief part, so let me uh, start with the uh, measure of entitlement. As we say, yeah. entitlement is a big reason why people do stuff. Okay, this is something. This is another thing I said in my entitlement video. I believe there are two forms of entitlement in this community. Okay, there's what I call there's actual like entitlement, and then there's this other thing it's, that I define as in the moment entitlement. Okay, I'm sure you can go find an instance of everybody ever of having in-the-moment entitlement. Yeah. Ots, fucking kind, gentle Ots punched a camera when a survivor was bad. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, you can, ha like, 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 you can find moments from everybody. Uh, and, and, but the problem is, is it's, it's up to the viewer to be distinguished what is entitlement versus what is what is not entitlement. And the problem is, I think there's too much blind loyalty to content creators in this community. Definitely. When, when somebody says mm. something, people just assume it's fact. And I think that's a big, massive problem because Scott Jun's fan base is like, Scott Jun literally thinks the game is going to die if you balance it. Like, and, his, and his fans spew that. They just say, if you balance the game, the game dies. And I'm like, where is your fucking proof of that? Like yeah. that, they like they like they just asserted a claim in there. Like he just put the he put a claim in there, and no one asked for proof of the claim. But but that's blind loyalty to content creators. And then as for the, uh, I had one more thing. What what else were we talking about? There was tr we we're saying something about true. I was the first thing I wanted to say. Hmm. Yeah, something with that. Uh... That he uh, says something like body blocking is toxic and uh, two balls or teabag and stuff. Like that's it's entitlement. Well, yeah, that that definitely is. But uh, see, I, I just think there needs to be a bigger, there needs to be a bigger, actually, analysis in the community of like just because somebody has in the moment entitlement, that doesn't make them an entitled player. It means they have in the moment entitlement. Everybody, everybody does it. Uh, you just have to. It, you got to look. To, when they take four days off from the game and then come back, is their view the same on what happened? Like, I'm sure if you asked, I'm sure if you went to a random True Talent stream right now and asked about body blocking, True would say it's a legitimate thing that you're allowed to do. Because yeah. he's had some distance from it happening to him and his in-the-moment entitlement is gone. And like, I just, um, I think that you have to look closer. You, you have to let the rage die down because here's what I was going to say. The game is a frustrating game, as acknowledged by yeah. the devs themselves. The game is inherently designed to be frustrating. And you have to acknowledge that when you listen to some people analyze some things. Because if they analyze something while that frustration is in, a, is in effect, you have to take that with a grain of salt. You just, you just have to. Yeah. Yep. Agree. I mean, that's not in the moment entitlement because... In most streams, he's saying, "Oh, fucking former and former friends should not be in the game, or like delete, delete this shit, or nerf them to ground because they just break the game or something like that." We're just like, "Okay, we know former friends breaks the game. That's not the entitlement. That's a fact." But 
like that they that they uh, can't body block, that they can't get carried by their teammates. That's fucking entitlement, and that's what Two Talent basically says in any fucking stream. He says every time he faces against a good team, he's uh, saying it's a solo friends. It can be good solo solos. You don't know that, <laughs> you know. You can't you can't know that. They, they could just be four good solos that play together, which which because they kinda can coordinate because they all know what they are about to do. And he calls them survival friends, toxic, clicky, clicky, because they body block for each other. And that's entitlement. And that's not, not, not just like something because he's tilted. That's what he's, what is, what's his whole point is about his vision. Is that something like that is not, should not be in the game. And yeah. that, that something like body blocking or like flashlight blinding or sabotaging a hook is something toxic, which is like, no, it's part of the game. It's in the game. And survivors could use it. If you like it or not, it's not toxic. It's basically good. And if you play safe to best for last, body blocking is really fucking nice for you. But like, <laughs> in general, it's nothing that's toxic. I think I think that the issue is, and I think you see this a lot with the big content creators, is that, like I said, the professional dead by day, like gamers. And they, if you look at the views they get obviously still a lot more views than your average youtuber but if you look at the views when they don't play dead by daylight in comparison to what they do the community is based on that so i think and i put myself in them shoes rosie skinny quinny i mean obviously you're you you, you know you play dead by Daylight, but rosie you're playing other games as well if you were forced to play dead by daylight 1p till 6pm every day because that's your job would you lose the will to live because <laughs> i know i certainly would <laughs> oh i certainly would bro i i can barely play the game uh i can barely play the game now as it is uh yeah. i usually now my time has been very constrained lately but uh I was making it a point to play it on weekends. Yeah. Uh, and some weekends I can, sometimes I can't. It just it depends on if my brother is home or not. Because my brother's home, he gets to sleep where the television is, and there's nothing I can do about that. It's just sometimes I can get to it, sometimes I can't. But uh, I, I, I I barely can play it. Like whenever I sit down to play the fucking game, I go, okay, we're gonna do two hours, and then and then we're done. Like yeah. for real. If you if like if you, especially if you go back and watch my streams from like a few months ago, like we were breaking two hours and then that was it for dead by daylight because that's that's pretty much all i could take like the, the like the game just creates such an aura of frustration i mean it's 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 in a i mean i'm sure somebody could write a fucking psychology essay on dead by daylight i'm sure they <laughs> fucking could because the game bullies you so much and then you're you're back on it you're all you're back on it like, like as soon as my time opens up i'll be playing it more because the, it bullies you and you hate it yeah and then just like, what are you doing? I'm going to play Dead by Daylight. I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's a, I couldn't imagine doing it yeah. for a living. I really couldn't. I mean, I'm I'm trash. You know, you did. I don't know. I don't play Dead by DVD is a job. So for some people, they're like, hang on, you're talking about someone who's just sat playing a game, and they're getting paid for doing it. So I appreciate that you, some of us are going out and doing jobs that we don't enjoy things like that but i mean i'm looking just from a dead part dead by day like point of view not you know um being a content creator and 
fair play to these big content creators because they have worked hard to get the audience that they've got. And as I say, but it sometimes does dawn on me, I'm thinking, like, True Talent on that video, someone said, I think he had a few hard games that day, and I'm like, I can probably imagine that because you can just tell when he was playing that game. But I have said it before, people keep coming into the chat and saying, can you get True Talent on? By all means, this is an open invitation. If he did want to come on and discuss some of the things that he speaks about, I would be very grateful. I'm sure the rest of you guys would as well. However, I know big fish, little fish type thing, it's probably very unlikely. But like I said, the offer is always there for any of the big content creators to come on, <laughs> join us and put set the record straight because we are just going off assumptions of what we, what we think. Yeah, I want to I want to destroy this whole twelve hooks mentality of two talent, so he gets this in his mind. So get him on this podcast. <laughs> we should have we should have reached out to Otz and True when they did their debate and said, "Do it on our thing, so we yeah. can do it while we're here." Yeah, you yeah. know, I did think that, and I was like, you know what, we're in the middle of a break from it. Otherwise, I would have uh, definitely sent that invite. But it's never too late. Like we could I have said. been the moderators, bro. You know, somebody told me that wasn't a real debate because it didn't have moderators. It's like, it's fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Fuck off with that fucking noise. Yeah. Get out of here, dude. It, it, um, I enjoyed it. It certainly did enjoy it and enjoyed hearing what they had to say about each other. So, um, And their own thoughts, really. So that's it for the questions from me, guys. We were going to talk about Identity 5. I know Rosie and Captain Salty wanted to bring it up, but we, are, we have run out of time. So can we shelf that for next week? And I promise I will play it this week. I never got a chance to this week. I want to play it before before we start talking about it. But um, Identity 5, I've watched your videos, Rosie, on it. And I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. Obviously, the graphics aren't quite the same as Dead by Daylight. But it does look like quite an interesting game. So yeah, Controls are a problem, too. Controls are a problem, too. But is there any questions from the chat at all? I know there's some people still in chat. So, oh, hang on. I am trash. You're studying psychology. Write a report about Dead by Daylight, please. <laughs> I did. A, I did actually think. did. A, uh, I actually did a PowerPoint for uh, Dead by Daylight, and one of my, uh, my, my my the class was called folklore. You had to like choose like a group. Folklore is really. It was a really weird class. It was all online. It was really weird. But you had to like choose uh like a, a, like a social group that you were in and do a report on it and i just i picked the dead by daylight community i got a name oh yeah if you're curious right I mean, you should, you <laughs> that's should, a good should, point that, that could be shared next week i think <laughs> bring your report with yeah, you. yeah one of the points like bring your report with you <laughs> yeah, see if yeah. i can bring see if i can dig that up it's in my computer somewhere yeah sounds interesting so last chance chat any questions you've got for myself or the guys at all if you want to ask something now speak now or forever hold your peace read the report for us yeah that that's that that's next week's task we will look into that report i'll keep reminding him daily dig that report up dig that report up i'm I'll really dig, interested I'll dig now <laughs> i make some edits to it but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so but that's it guys if there's no questions then any questions from you guys rosie skinny or captain salty anything you want to talk about before we leave Uh, I'm what's, fulfilled. I'm good. What's your opinion on the spawn points of survivors? 
should they spawn next to a gen right like, like what, what they do now or should they change something with that maybe something like that because i think a lot of things is uh based on spawn points that are shitty if the killer spawns in the middle of the map they can spawn in all four corners so it's a guessing game and if you guess wrong you lose the gens if the if you spawn in one corner they will spawn on the opposite side so it's easier to find them but they survivors can literally spawn next to a gen or close to it so or they can work on them. it yeah <laughs> or next to your totem which is something like why why is it so easy for survivors to start a game <laughs> so. yeah I mean, I know, I know of a few, a fair few maps that have like consistent spawns. Like, yeah, the the Yamaoka, the Spirit one. If you spawn anywhere, no, like in the anywhere from the middle to the shack side of the of the map, you can guarantee there'll be at least one or two survivors to the left or right side of the main house. Or like Dead Dog, if you're not in the saloon or like near it, there's probably a survivor at least behind it or around it. Like those those maps have consistent spawns. You're the game. You spawn downstairs, they will spawn at one of the exit gates. You spawn upstairs, they will spawn in the bathroom. Yeah, like there's a lot of consistent spawns in a few maps, and I kind of like it that way. Yeah. But yeah, so the spawn locations aren't the problem. It's the, uh, because again, that's Identity 5 has set spawns and their, their top level scene's fine. Uh, so, like, the spawns aren't the problem. It's just the killer's inability to uh, pressure. And, like, there are set yep. spawns. So, like, those are the maps that you kind of have an easier early game on. But if there were, if there was, like, there should literally be maybe three or four spawns per map i don't know how many there actually are so there could be but like you should be able to like look at those i think one thing i think the game is missing is the ability to look at every map from a bird's eye view if we had the ability to look at every map from a bird's eye view it would be much easier to find things and know where things are like i like you say we go or hatches like you know sometimes some hatch locations you know some you don't but if you were just like if if it was like a bird's eye view of shelter woods you could see every fucking possible location that the hatch could spawn i think the game's really missing that and i wish they would put that out on, on their on their wiki on an, as a, like an official source for you to actually use i think that would help a lot with the early game talking about shelter woods uh, there's this phenomenon when you spawn in the middle and next to the big tree they will spawn they can spawn in one of the four corners so that's the guessing game we're talking about they won't spawn they they there's a, there's a rule survivors can't spawn inside of four tiles away from you so they will spawn after that and that's basically kind of the corner the, the last three tiles around the corner so you have to go there and check it if they are not there you check the other side and if you see none none of those uh, corners on the on the same side that means they spawned on the other side and you have to go there and then the gen is done until you get there you know that's something but if you spawn in check which is on the corner they will spawn on the other side of the map which is you will find the chase faster you will still have to go there but you know they will spawn there because you have a certain spawn location where they can spawn by by using that four tie route you know and and that's the thing it's like that the spawn that the killer the killer game can be worse just because you have a bad spawn and and it, it can be really good for the killer if your killer gets a perfect spawn and he knows where the locations are and you know, doesn't have to guess and check all corners to check for survivor spawn you know it's it's something like that that's another thing that map rng and this rng can fuck over a killer by just spawning the guy in uh in uh in the middle like fractal cowshed for example you know, if you spawn in the middle on the harvester or next to the pig tree, that means the survivors can spawn all over the fucking edges of the map. Mm -hmm. and the then... killer should never spawn in the middle. Like, ever. On any yep. map. Yeah. They should yeah. never, ever, ever, ever spawn in the middle. 
Mm. Yeah. That's one thing, one thing I, if we can correct about spawns, it would be that. One thing I want to bring up loosely, loosely ties into this is there's a bug I've noticed recently with Blight where you will bounce off the hatch. The, the hatch has collision from a certain angle. <laughs> even if it's invisible, even if it's invisible at that moment, you will bounce off of it. And I've noticed through this, there's times where I'll just bounce off nothing and be like, okay, the hatch is there. And then five seconds later, I think, wait, wow, why is it spawned there? I've never noticed it spawned there before. Like, so, so like, I'm gradually learning hatch spawns just purely off of what I bounce off of. When I, if, I'm, if I bounce off something when there's nothing in front of me, it's just thin air, I, I immediately go, right, hatch is there. And you can tell the angle of it as well, because it's I've, I did some testing with it when I one time I confirmed where it was. Was it's when the door opens, like the actual hatch door, that's what has the collision. It's the door. So if you bounce on it from like a a head-on angle, either coming from the opening of the door or from behind the door, you'll hit it. But if you hit it from the side, no collision. So it's mm -hmm. weird. But using that, I've been able to pinpoint where the hatch is. There's been so many games recently where I've like bounced off the hatch randomly and gone, okay, it's there in this random location I'd never have thought to check if I hadn't had this bug happen. Like, So you definitely need to have some way of being able to... Like like, like on the wiki. The wiki would be good. Because I know on the wiki they have like top-down... Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like blueprint-style yeah. breakdowns of the maps, like the layouts, but they don't show you... Like general tile spawns, they don't show you main like main builds, they don't show you gen spawns, totem spawns, they don't show you any of that because it's so random up in the air. They don't put it on there to tell you like, okay, it could be here, could be there, could be there. They, they don't do that. Something yeah, they should do because intel and info is something you really need in this game. Like if you play in the early days and you don't know, you don't really know what you're doing, you're gonna get screwed over. But then if you come into the game with knowledge, you can use map knowledge and be like, okay, there's a window there, they're gonna vault it, I can go here and get them, or you can do this and do that. They need to have something that can let people learn this without having to put themselves through the through the playing aspect. Otherwise, they're just going to get like absolutely demolished when they're new to the game. And then they're going to be like, well, this isn't fun. I'm going to go now. The thing is, the tiles are predetermined. What can spawn on the tiles is random. So the tiles are always the same size, but they can be a light difference. So on top of vacation pit, you can have... Uh, the god window open and then having a pallet that leads to the LT wall construction where the window is aligned to the pallet so you don't have to walk across um, like go from the left side you can directly straight up go through the window that's something that is that is determined by RNG the tiles are always there you will see there's always an LT wall there and there's always a pallet there but the alignment of that can change because they can all turn right 360 degrees uh, and be aligned differently and that's the problem with the game is you they are all the tights are all the same but how they are aligned and and uh how how that makes uh, a location and stuff like that that's the problem something like a rented avatar for example it, it can spawn fractured cow shed level of bullshit or it can be cool for a killer you know that's something but the tights are always there the thing is the different alignment it can be that the that the pig tree is, is kind of kind of uh, 90 degree uh, changed and then there's no LT there's the T wall that has the uh, window on the back side not on the side so you can't link together those two things it can also be that the jungle gym or the T wall is is, uh, is turning around and then has the window aligned with the pig tree which is then awful for the killer and that's something that is that is determined by RNG and the map tiles don't change that really because it just changes the alignment of where something is well, we'll look at that more into that next week, guys, because I am conscious yeah, sure. of the time and I do 
need to do some things so thank you for joining us again guys thank you chat for your questions your comments your support it is much appreciated and we will see you all hopefully next week maybe with true talent on the show you never know all right thanks guys <laughs> so i'll cancel it now <laughs> bye bye